Welcome to the Strange and Confused Podcast, where we love all things strange and unusual, but we are often dazed and confused. Hi, strangers. Hey, strangers. Sarah's back. We're back today. And it's Halloween. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh, Oh, I just forgot. We brought our candle from Purely Wicked. Oh, yes. The Samhain candle. Yeah. I was like, let's light this. Forgot to light it. (laughs) I'm going to light it now. Yeah, light it. Light it up. 100% soy wax prayer candle. Honor in ritual the beloved departed on the days and nights where the veil is thin this Hallow's Eve. Nice. Let's get some ASMR. Light the thing on, <laughs> light the filter on fire. It's so pretty. Like, I didn't want to light it. But at the same time, if I don't light it, it'll just become a dust collector. Exactly. This wick is really long. <laughs> long wick energy. So it's our spooky Halloween episode. Yeah. And I totally meant to. Oh, I'm so disorganized. <laughs> How we even run this podcast, I don't know. But I meant to, like... Put a bunch of extra spooky sounds on the soundboard. Oh. Made a TikTok instead. <laughs> that's it. We're done. <laughs> I, just, I just realized that that's what, what was my plan this morning. Oh. But instead I made a TikTok and now I'm realizing. <sighs> We're going to have to do our own spooky sound effects in between. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Mine's going to be. Ooh. <laughs> Half of it is hands. And unfortunately you can't see that. Oh, yeah. Spooky spirit fingers. Ooh, spirit fingers. <laughs> what's your what's your spooky sound gonna be? Um, I could maybe pull off a witch cackle. Yeah, I was gonna say. I think you do a pretty good yeah. maniacal laugh. I gotta get. Well, I could. We could do like the the evil like doctor, like scary doctor. The yeah. <laughs> or like I think I can do a witch cackle, but I think I might have to do it a couple of tries. I think it be. that was so good okay so that was good okay good holy crap that needs to be on the soundboard (laughs) we need to make that okay we'll record that okay so you missed last week which was really sad and i felt very deficient in that episode i thought it was really good i listened to it yesterday yeah but it was so short and it was just me and it was like that's it yeah yeah so I'm glad you're back. It's not fun doing it alone. <laughs> I know. I was sad that I couldn't come, but it was just the best option, I think. Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. You, didn't, you don't want this. No, I didn't want to. Like, I've literally avoided it from everybody else in yeah. my life. And I was telling you, I think it, like, tra- it, like progressed into some form of, like, laryngitis because uh, I couldn't talk properly. And then, like, this part of my throat, I know you guys can't see, but, like, this part. Yeah. Like the tube on the front of my throat was like sore to the touch. Uh. Not like a regular sore throat. Look at that fucking oh my fire. God. <laughs> Everything inside it is light is catching fire, right? It's because a blaze. It's, there's sage in there. Oh, oh yeah. goodness. We should I feel like it's should. like producing black smoke. Oh no. I think we should crack a window. Yeah, should we? It might be a little, you might hear the birds and stuff, but it, I think it might be worth it. Yeah. <laughs> Let's not die. We're fucking getting smoked out. <laughs> sorry, sorry, sorry. Anyway, yeah. Yeah, it wasn't like a regular sore throat. It was like my larynx, larynx yeah. I guess, was like inflamed. inflamed. Yeah, I guess that's the word. Anyway, and yeah. my voice was just terrible. I've been taking, <laughs> I've been taking like macro doses of fucking tur- <laughs> no turkey tail mushrooms and oh. like vitamin d and zinc and i'm like whatever this is it's not coming in <laughs> yeah well because michael had it too eh? or he had something yeah he had i don't know what he had i can really smell the sage in that right now can you yeah it smells good it smells like turkey dinner Love yeah it. yeah delish <laughs> <laughs> i haven't eaten yet oh no I'm salivating <laughs> <laughs> don't eat the candle <sighs> it is soy <laughs> Yeah, I could. I don't know. We don't have time for this, but I just started watching. I'm like a season late, but I just started watching American Horror Story season 10, which was from last year and is double feature. So it was oh. one half of the season is one story. The second half is another story. The first half was called Red Tide and it's kind of about vampires-ish, oh. which was really good. Not long enough. Oh. Like it, 
I missed it being a full season long. Second half is about aliens and Area 51, and it's set, it's actually half of it is set kind of back when, the, like, the Roswell incident was, and then oh. how that relates to today. Yeah. And it's just got all the conspiracies wrapped up in oh it. Oh, my God. And, like, the Kennedy and Marilyn Monroe and, like, all those things. Anyway. Is it on Disney Plus? No, I had to buy it. Oh, it's, it oh, should okay. be. Eventually, I'm sure they'll add it, but I wanted to watch it yeah. this time of year. Yeah. So I bought the season. But um, alien stuff really freaks me out. Yeah. And then you said that, and then it reminded me of like the alien sounds of like the. Ugh, ugh. That, yeah, that season is uh, it's getting to me. Oh, God. <laughs> Anything the, alien is like, it pushes me over the edge. Hmm. It's a little bit, there's like something. I don't want to give anything away if anybody wants to watch it or whatever, but there's like something in there that reminds me of the fourth kind, oh, which is shit. our kryptonite. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, kryptonite's a bad thing, right? Yeah, kryptonite's the... Yeah, okay, I thought yeah. so. Okay. It's the only thing that Superman is impervious to. Yes, okay. That's the fourth kind, is that for me? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love horror, but that's the no, that's no, no. Yeah, no. Okay, sorry. Getting back on track. Mm-hmm. Yes. We have a lot to catch up on with you because you're. You're missing. <laughs> Am I? Um, so give us your good witch and your bad witch. Wait, do we have a button? I don't know if that's what we're using for that. I forget everything as soon that's as we're cute, done recording. Though. Go for good witch. Okay, good witch is, I think you'll be so proud, is that today, I know on the day we're recording this, it is the new moon and the solar eclipse. Holy crap, I knew none of that. Yeah. <laughs> and your good witch is my bad witch. Yeah. <laughs> Yes, today is the, new moon? is the ultimate, like it's in like Scorpio, the eclipse is in Scorpio and it's like the ultimate day, like this means nothing to you when you're hearing this, but for us <laughs> Oh yeah, right shoot, now, it's Halloween for you guys. But for us, it's, but it's the a week, new it's moon. the week before Halloween. Yeah. So today is like the ultimate day for us to like set our intention like mm-hmm. going forward because Saturn's out of retrograde we're having this eclipse the new moons for all of this n- these new manifestations we want to come in to and I'm just so happy that I I was able to know this on Remember, the day yeah. yeah well thank you for telling me yeah you're welcome <laughs> So my good, which is that you reminded yeah. me, there we go, and I'll try and do something tonight yes. for that. Yeah, I don't have anything, like, planned, but actually, I mean, I have things planned for, like, which is New Year, mm-hmm. but I'll just try to wrap those all together within, like, today, and then and then right. it'll continue until, like, in the first week of November. Yeah, considering this is exactly a week from Samhain, like that's pretty good energy. I feel like you've got a good chunk of time to yeah. get stuff done that you want to get done. And I'm while the veil is thin. I'm happy with the veil being thin, with the eclipse, with the new moon because I feel like there's a lot of like ancestral backing. It's so funny that you say that. Mm-hmm. Continue. I'll I'll keep no no I don't no want to cut you off. No, you can go from there because like. Okay, so yeah. we went to that um, witchy store and I bought Ancestor Bells. Oh, Do you yeah. That? Mm-hmm. So, like, it's like a string of like little chimes. Yeah, I bought some from Circling Hawks. Yeah, okay, that's where I got them. Okay, mine. yeah. And I don't know how you're supposed to properly use these, but mm-hmm. I have like a little chunk between my door frame and before my wall like drops back. Yeah, for okay. My closets. So, it's like this big. And so I hung them so they hang straight down. And so the thing is, is when you hear them chime, it's supposed to be your ancestors thinking of you or with you, right? Yeah. yeah. Um, it doesn't matter how they chime as long as you're not doing it on purpose. Yes. Right? Yeah. So like sometimes my cats will walk by and bat it oh. or sometimes I'll accidentally brush against it or my dog's tail will hit it or something. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. It's something you're not doing it on purpose. Yeah. And in the last week-ish, constantly, I'm oh hearing God. them constantly and it's not even me it's like I don't even know it could be could be a gust of wind who knows but it's probably like my cats walking by or whatever um but I've been hearing them constantly that's so cool and like with the thin veil and everything I feel like yeah it's I'm totally hearing them more lately Mm -hmm. and just a side note like those bells are so magical I know the sound is beautiful oh my gosh I I hung mine like right outside my front door like 
on my front porch. So they're on like either side of my front door. Mm-hmm. So like I don't hear them often, but sometimes I'm like upstairs in my bedroom with the window open and I'll hear this little chime. Yeah. And then it's like the wind. I know I wanted to hang mine outside, but then it was starting to get cold and I didn't want them to tarnish or anything. And then I oh, wouldn't smart. hear them ever. Yeah. So I put them inside for now. Maybe I'll put them outside in the summer. Yeah. I could probably bring mine inside now, I guess. I'm going to say I brought my tarot cards to my parents this weekend um, because I have friends that were coming over that love like tarot and whatever. But then I totally forgot to tell people that I had them because every time I've seen them in the past like three or four years, they're always like, oh, did you bring your tarot cards? And I'm always like, no, I forgot them or whatever. And then the one time I actually bring them, I forgot to tell them that I have them. So, yes. Yeah, I'm going to call call that my badge. <laughs> I've done that so many times. Yeah. I'll pack these. Yeah. yeah. Don't even remember. Until I'm unpacking, I'm like, crap. Yeah, I know. I pulled them out of my bag this morning, and I was like, god damn it. Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I mean, I had no idea about the moon. I, I feel like I'm still completely out of it because we were all sick and everything. So yeah. I, I haven't caught up or done anything. Yeah. Um. My bad witch, yeah, definitely. Didn't know about any of that. Good witch, glad you told me about that <laughs> that stuff. But also, like, I've had a couple, I think last night and the night before, I had, like, Epsom salt baths. I felt like I needed oh, nice. that. Um, so that was a little, I made it, like, a little witchy. Anyway, I'll say that's a good witch. Mm-hmm. God. Do you ever put cedarwood in your bath? I've bought, I, or I, I've had, like, bath, bath salts. I forget where I got them from. But they were they were like specific to certain rituals or whatever. So they've oh. had with the salts, they've had like flowers or herbs or stuff. So maybe yeah, without realizing it, why? I just find like cedar wood to be like the ultimate like reset. Mm, okay. So like I like run my bath, put my salts in there, and then like a couple drops of like cedar wood. Okay, I have like the essential oil or whatever. Um, no, it was, it was like recommended to me. I think like almost four years ago now by um, someone I knew and I was just like venting to her about like how crazy my life was. And I was, she was like, you need this. Yeah. No, she was like, she's like, have you had like a cedarwood bath? And I was like, what is that? And then she actually recommended to me that I like go out and like collect like cedarwood from somewhere. But I was like, I don't think I have any cedar trees. Yeah, those are harder to find. Yeah. So she was like, if you ever come across like cedar trees and there's like fallen branches, like bring some of the like branches home mm-hmm. and you can like actually put them in the water, I guess. Cool. Um, but she was like, but you can find like incense or whatever to have near you or some kind of blend. But then I remembered that I had bought some cedarwood essential oil Perfect. and I added that and it was like... I don't know if it was like the power of suggestion or what, but it like completely just reset my whole like mind, body, spirit. It was like a whoop. Nice. Yeah. I think I need some of that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll put in some in a little bottle for you. Oh, okay. Yeah. I had a babysitter when I was young and she, only looking back now, she was a little witchy mm. and um, she took me on a walk one day and we went and picked cedar like little like the green part yeah yeah, yeah. really leaves or whatever they are and she we brought it back to my house and she like crushed everything I've like made me cedar tea and like dandelion stuff oh yeah. my god it's cool I didn't know what she was doing but she was telling me all like the properties and stuff and I was like okay I think I might have been like nine oh my eight. god <laughs> yeah that's so cool Okay, so one of the things that I talked about last week was my plans for Samhain. You need to share what you do. So mine, being like a cottage witch, as we have discovered in our last episode before the Samhain one, um, is all to do with my house. So it's all like... It's all like redoing my altar, completely like cleaning my house, like, and 
like resetting intentions. So like all my windows and doors get opened up. It's like the witch's new year, you know? So it's mm-hmm. like, instead of me doing this all on like January 1st, I'm like completely setting new intentions. I do a wheel of the year tarot spread. Okay. And like kind of see like what's going on. And then I look at my one from the year before to see what has manifested from the f- previous. Do you do this on Halloween night on the 31st or do you wait and do it on the 1st? I do it on the 1st. Okay. Yeah. I feel like, well, specifically this time, like I'll, I'll start like my cleaning and stuff and like my purging on the 31st mm-hmm. and then like it'll come to like a close like in the first week of um, November. November. I might do that. I might do the, I'm always looking for like new things to try, but- mm-hmm. I don't have anything for November 1st that I do for the beginning of the year. So yeah. I might do the wheel of the year spread that you're talking yeah. about. I might try that and then journal everything. Yeah. And then next year, check back and see. Yeah, it's so cool. Like I have like a um, like a notebook like specifically for my own like tarot readings for myself. Yeah, me too. Yeah. So I'll just like go back. Like I don't do that many for myself because I, one, like surprises and two, I don't want to be too dependent on them. I find it hard to yeah. read for myself sometimes. I think yeah. a lot of people do. Oh, for sure. Like I'm trying to like, I pull, for example, I've pulled this card many times and it's like telling me that there's like a snake in the grass or like mm-hmm. a sly fox. And then like your brain automatically goes to like whoever you're feeling like off about. Yeah, but it might not even be But then be it might them. not even be them. I and know. There's been so many times where like, especially in the last couple of years where like, I did that reading and I got the sly fox or the snake in the grass and I was like, oh, it must be this person. And then I was like completely blindsided mm. by somebody in my life. And yeah, so it's it's really cool to look back and see. I think the trick is to, it's hard though, but the trick is to look at the card and write down what the card means mm-hmm. um, and not try and interpret it. I don't know. Like for myself, I feel like if I try and interpret it, it's not really an intuition thing. It's my brain trying to place where it goes in my life. Yeah. It's like a cognitive, like it's, yeah, it's not, it's not intuition led. It's like logic. Yeah. It's almost the opposite. So I would use intuition with somebody else, but with me, I have to be just very by the book. Yeah. That makes sense. Anyway. Yeah. And just like write down whatever it is and then move on. Mm Mm-hmm your like theme or whatever and then yeah move on to the next yeah so I'm gonna try that yeah I think it's I think it's um helpful in like all areas of life like how many times have I said also in like my bad witch how my house is like dirty or like it's not clean like (laughs) I cannot function in mess although and then but my entire life is a mess (laughs) I'm the same way yeah like when my house is like clean mm mm-hmm I don't even like clean. Like my house is not dirty. It's just messy. Yeah, yeah. But when everything is in its place, oh my God, I feel so good. Yeah. It never lasts. I know. I and have then too I'm many like, kids and pets. And, oh God, I just. The floor is just, you know, sometimes I feel like doing that thing from friends and they go visit that beach house and the floor is just. Oh, all beach. sand. Yeah. I'm almost better off to do that. You just let it happen. <laughs> Like the amount of dog hair and freaking like sand, sand. freaking sand and leaves. I know. Oh, the leaves. There's always leaves in my house, and then the cats play with them, and then they're all crunched up. Ugh. Oh my god, I can't. Oh, by the way, I want to say this. Remember, we did that episode on like mysteriously like doubled objects. Yes. I had a very weird Ooh. experience this weekend. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Let's hear it. Okay, so. I have this like um, salve that was given to me by like a girl at a vendor show in the summertime and I love it. I use it every single day like for moisturizer or like if I get like a cut or a scrape or a burn, whatever. So I, (laughs) when I was packing, I thought I put it in my bag and I, and I, so I was like, okay, it's all good. Then I got to my parents' house. I was unpacking. It wasn't in there. And I was like, oh, fuck, whatever. Um, and I was pissed that I forgot it. And then the day before I left, I was rooting around in my bag and I found it. Oh. And I was like, oh, I did bring it with me. That's crazy. I left it at my parents' house. I came home and it's on my, it's on my counter. What? Yeah. I was like, 
sorry. I was like, there's no, no, no. Like, and then I was like, put, like, I was like taking everything out of my, like I brought my bag into the bathroom to take everything out, like my makeup and everything. I'm like looking through it, like whatever. But I specifically remember being upset that I had left it at my parents' house. So now I want to like text my mom and be yeah, like, you need is to. it there? Yeah. It's not going to be there. It's not going to be there. I don't that know. That is so weird. I was like, I, I was so happy that I brought it, like literally used it on my face and then left it in the, in the, in the, the bathroom on the counter. Maybe your mom tossed it in your bag so you wouldn't forget it. No, because, because, because I hadn't like even got to that part of my bag yet. Oh, and it was, it was literally just, I literally brought my bag in and it was on the counter. Oh, Oh gosh. <laughs> so like that's so weird. So I feel like am I like Mary Poppins and I stuck my hand in the bag and I reached into my bed into my freaking <laughs> in Falls. <laughs> I like that that's the way you think of it cuz I think of it as am I losing a part of my brain? Is part oh. of my brain just like clicked yeah. off and I'm just doing things without realizing it. I've also read a book recently where somebody's like that's happening to them and they realize at the end that they have multiple personality or like oh DID my and they God. didn't realize it so like when this happens yeah it was their other personality that had come forward done some stuff and then dipped out and they didn't even know oh well, my god i mean not that it's a genetic thing i do have it in my family do you oh yeah, <laughs> yeah but it's oh, not no. gladly i don't think that's genetic <laughs> um but yeah, like I literally was like, did I like, did my hand like travel through dimensions through this 31 bag? It's a way bag? more magical <laughs> way to think about it. Mine's so dark. The oh way I see God. it is so dark. But yeah, that was fucking insane. And then I was like, oh God, I, I have to talk about this. Yeah. So weird. Uh, so it is happening. Yeah. So now, now I'm going to text my mom and be like, hey, did I like Yes, leave please my- do. Okay. So for the rest of this episode- to make it Halloween spooky, we're going to tell ghost stories. Yeah. True ghost stories, not just like telling funny ghost stories. Yeah, no, like real. Real. The real shiz. Yeah. So you have a story. I have a story. Two, three people sent us stories. Yeah. Perfect. That's pretty good. That's a higher turnout than I was expecting. Yeah, me too. (laughs) (laughs) So thank you to these three people. Thank you. Um, so I'll, I'll talk about this experience okay? because this one like actually scared me. Perfect. And there's actually video representation of this cause it happened when we were doing the, um, when we were doing the investigation of that cemetery near the house. Yes. Near your house. Yeah. That one actually gave me the heebie-jeebies. The one where we caught the face? Yes. Mm. Mm. We can post that on our Instagram. Yeah, we'll have to post it. Because we don't have like the moment I'm talking about, but it was like, it was like after the fact because I was like, ah. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So basically, Jenna and Alice came to my house and we were investigating some cemeteries near my place. And we went to this one and it was like, I don't know. I always get like a really weird vibe from this particular cemetery. I've been there with multiple people and things have happened there. The first time I went there, I was doing a live like video into like a group that I had on Facebook. And it was like all about like teaching people how to use their intuition and stuff. And while I was there, I felt like the presence of like a small child. And as soon as I started talking about the small child, when I watched the playback of it, the whole um, camera screen like went from like crisp and like, you know, like a good quality to like very um, wavy and like disturbed. And like there's some clear like disturbance in the video quality. And even people on the lives were like, oh, like we can't hear you. Or like then like they heard the voice of something that wasn't me. And um, like the, like that they said, like the video quality was just terrible when I was like listening to somebody talk to me so and that so that was the first time I'd been there the second time I'd been there I went with another friend of mine and she had said that she felt some unrest between um this like particular area and so when we went to investigate it I was up in the area where she said that she had felt some particular unrest and that's also the area I was sitting in the first time I was there and I had the little, what's that thing called? 
The K2 meter? Yeah. Okay. I had the K2 meter and it was, I was just following the lights, following the lights. And in this one specific area, I, um, I was getting like really high, like cut, like it was like all red. It was just going red, red, red. And then it was staying red. So the K2 meter measures electromagnetic fields for anybody yes. who doesn't know. So it goes from like no lights and then from like green, yellow, orange, red, darker red, I think it yes. like progresses up. Yeah, And exactly. so in a cemetery, there should be none. Yes. And the girls- we like didn't have our phones near Yeah, I didn't have our phones. And they also like were behind me and then like another part of the cemetery mm-hmm. too. Is that by the tree? Yeah, it's okay. up by the tree by like the right-hand side near the road. Trees, yeah. 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 The tr- yeah, the trees also like has some kind of situation happening too. Mm-hmm. So I was up there and as I was walking up, I was like, you know, doing my typical like, can you give me like a sign or like can you like that you can interact with this little thing I have in my hand and like light, make the lights go up and it went, the lights went all the way up a few times and then something like either bumped it or tried to take it out of my hand. Yes, that's right. And I flipped out. Yeah. I was like, oh, oh my God. Oh my God. Something just touched this. Like you can see on the video. I'm like, I'm, <laughs> I am tweaked out. Um, I've never, I've always had experiences with the paranormal, but never one that like tried to take something out of my hand mm-hmm. um and that was like the like the scariest thing to me because I had obviously been here before and knew that there was some kind of weird thing happening in this spot particularly so that was like that was one that made me the most uncomfortable because all my other paranormal experiences have like confused me but mm-hmm. I never felt like scared of them yeah, they've been like strange without answer. Kind yeah, of, rather than rather than like coming for you. Yeah, yeah. And then I was like, I need to get out of here. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We can link that video. Yeah. actually, down below if you guys want to see it because we also that night, Alice has like um or at the time she had like a what are they called Huawei phone? Yeah, is that what they're called? Yeah, Huawei. Okay. Yeah, I think that's the phone that she had, and it had like this nighttime setting on it that almost. It, it turned, like, things orange. I don't know. I can't describe it. It was weird. Mm-hmm. Any light area, but it was almost pitch black, would mm-hmm. come out orange or something. I don't know. Yeah, it was some form of long exposure, but, like, yeah. yeah. But it was very orangey. And then in the area where we were having this situation go on, mm-hmm. and we kept hearing leaves crunch. Like oh, my God. Yeah, I us. forgot that. Yeah, and so she took a picture, and in the picture... The red, the that orangey kind of stuff, kind of congregated in such a way so close to the camera that it's a face. It made a face, and it looks like it's a face out of like fire. It's so it's so freaky. Weird. Yeah, that yeah. night was insane. Yeah, I forgot about the leaves crunching because I kept like going around the tree mm-hmm. to follow the crunching of the leaves. Yeah. And it was like, it wasn't like, you know, a leaf falls and it lands in the leaves and it crunches. No, it, was it was very pressure. distinctive footprints. Yes. Yeah. And it was like someone was like following us around this tree. Yes. It was so, I hate that. So yeah. Scary. Yeah. <laughs> and then it. you and I, a year later, you and I went back. Yeah. Remember? Yeah, yeah. And we were not there for very long. We no. were so afraid. Yeah. And we've and we've been to so many cemeteries, but we were afraid of this one because it's got weird vibes, but also what happened the last time we were there. Yeah. And it was just the two of us this time. And we went up in that area, remember? And we were just like, I think I don't remember, but I feel like we were hearing like growling yeah. or something. And we were like, never mind. And we got out of there really quickly. Yeah. It was we were there for like a nine, nine minutes, maybe like yeah. 10 minutes. That's we'll, also a video. Yeah. And when we say that we've been to like a lot of cemeteries, like I'm talking like hundreds of cemeteries. Like, yeah. And like Alice and I have investigated yeah. at too, like a, too many to count. I've like, uh, like in my spare time, I like to walk alone in cemeteries. I don't care what time it is. Yeah. Like it's, it's that, that one, one is like has some weird vibes. And it's not very big. No. And, Actually, last time we were together, I don't remember when it was. Maybe it might have been after the fest or the market when I dropped you off and I drove home. Ugh. I didn't tell you this actually. Oh no. 
Right before the cemetery, I almost got in an accident. And I was like, I had to pull over and like deep breathe. What the frick? And then I, and then I kept going and I passed the cemetery and I, this never happens to me. I, I couldn't get myself to look at the cemetery. And normally I love looking because it's like nighttime. I want to see something. And I was like, I can't look. I can't look. And then I took the off ramp and got the hell out of there. Yeah, it was super weird. Every, and it was at almost midnight. Every time I go past that cemetery, I go like this so I can't see it. I thought you meant that was the one by your house. No. It's not the small one on your no, property? No, that one I don't care about. It's this specific Dude. one. Okay. I, I have thought, so chills right now. Because you've so told scared. me that before, but I thought it was the one on your property. No. Uh, that one I literally- That one's fine. That I one's... fully like cup my- And I close this eye so I can't see anything. I had no idea it was that one. It, if, I feel like there's like- I couldn't look. I literally feel like when I drive by that place- Oh my God. Okay. I want to see if you're going to say the same thing I feel. I feel like there's something up against the fence. Oh my God. Ah! Yes. <laughs> I felt like I, if I looked, I was going to see like three or four people yes, like standing like just with like, their hands on the fence. Yes. Like, oh my God. Oh my God. I'm I have chills on my unwell. scalp. Yeah. Oh, I really had no idea that that was the one that you couldn't look at at night. Oh God. Like if, like it is, it is quicker for me to take that exit to yes, go home, but, you'll take but the I'll other take one. the farther exit because I don't want to drive it. past it at night. I get it. In the daytime, like I still kind of get like a off, but I, I can drive past it no problem. I know. And I had said to you, I want to go there during the day. Yeah. Because I want to see, I want to see well. Like I want yeah. it to be bright. I want to look. Yeah. In the areas that weird me out. And I want to be there during the day to see if it gives me that same yeah. weird vibe. Okay. So I have a story about Halloween night. Okay. You might know this one already. I'm not sure. So I was in my 20s and um, Gavin and I, it was a Halloween night, so we didn't have kids at the time. So there was no trick-or-treating or anything. And there used to be, where we used to live, there was this house um, not too far away that they would go all out. And it wasn't like a house, um, like in a neighborhood. We kind of lived in a rural area. So they had like a good chunk of property and they would go all out all along their property, which was ran kind of close to the road, like haunted house style. Like it was, there was a lot to see. So okay. we, we would go and we took his um, younger sister. I don't know how old she was at the time. God, I have no idea. Like late teens maybe. Okay. And we went, the three of us, and checked out this place. It's so cool. I don't. I think they got shut down. I don't think they're allowed to do it anymore, which is just ridiculous. It's, it's not like they were charging money or anything. Yeah. Um. So we did that, and then it was like eleven o'clock. So we went and got McDonald's and stuff, and then we were like, "Let's go drive around the Sudbury." Cemetery on LaSalle, and if you know Sudbury at all, or if you like the spooky stuff, it is like a known haunted location in Sudbury. So we went got some food and hung out for a bit. And then we went in at midnight. And it was just the three of us in our little car. And we put all the windows down. And we just slowly drove all the roads. And I was too scared to get out at the time. I would have totally got out now. But I took a bunch of pictures. And the amount of orbs, it looked like it was snowing. Which I get like an orb is like, I know it's, you know, nine times out of 10, it's dust. But it looked like it was snowing out. There were so many. It was crazy. And then later when I got home and like put them on my computer, I could zoom in and there was like cool shapes in the middle of these orbs. Cool. And some colors too in the middle of them, which was really interesting. One of the, the main spirit that's supposed to be there is they call her the guardian and she's supposed to be this guardian spirit that watches over the children Okay. in the area. There's a lot of really old um, headstones of children and a lot of them. And so we are going looking for her. And I had said, I get the feeling that we don't see her because she's like gliding along the top of our car. Like how creepy is that? Yeah. Right? Like you're not seeing them because they're uh, like following you. you or, or something. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then, so we were there for a good chunk of time taking pictures and stuff. And then 
we came around the corner and in this one area, so Gavin was driving and he stops the car. None of us said anything. The three of us, out of the three of us, none of us said a thing. I thought I saw something and then he just happens to stop where I would have said stop because I'm looking at something and all three of us are looking out the window like, what are we seeing? And then at the exact same time, all of us screamed and Gavin gunned it and we took off. And so then he goes around the corner and puts it into park and then we need to figure out what we all just saw. And we all saw the exact same thing. We saw a woman crouch down and it is dark, like really dark. It's midnight. And we saw a woman crouched down at a grave and she had a white dress on and long dark hair and she was looking at the grave. So we were looking at her side profile, but her hair was kind of down. And then at the same time when we all screamed, we saw her head like snap to look at us. And we saw her glowing eyes. And that's when Gavin gunned it. We all screamed and he gunned it. And we got out of there. So we all realized we saw the same thing. And then he goes back around so we can see again. And there was nothing there. There was like um. I don't know, it's like a grocery bag or something kind of flapping in the wind in the area. One million percent, that's not what we saw. Oh my God. And when she turned her head, it wasn't like a natural turn. Like a, it was like she went from looking straight ahead to looking at us without that transition oh, of turning her head. Yeah. yeah, it was just went from down to side. And that's why we screamed because it was like, it wasn't like she turned to look. It was like suddenly she saw us. Ew. And that, having like Gavin, he, he's, um, I wouldn't say he's a, like, he's skeptical. He's like an open-minded skeptic. Right. But he's got a few stories he can't explain. And that one there, he will admit that that was a ghost because there's no other explanation. There was nobody else in the cemetery. I know it was Halloween, you know, it could be a, like a someone dressed up in a costume, but it was like, we could like see through, her dress was like flowing in a way that it didn't, there was no end to it. Yeah, okay. You know what I mean? Like it yeah. was like misty and like, I wish so badly that I had that on camera or that I could like plug your brain into my brain so you could see what we saw. Oh God. 100%. You know, the way you'd picture a woman in white ghost, whether or not she was like the guardian or whatever. I don't know. I hate that. It was crazy. Jeez. It was very cool. And that is my ghost story. That's my Halloween night ghost story. That is absolutely terrifying. It was awesome. I would have shit myself easy. Like that is, I would be <laughs> like, no, nope, I can't. So do you want to read one of our listener stories? Yes, I will. I'm just playing that a few times because it's the spooky episode. Yeah. And like between the two of us, we've got a decent amount of ghost stories. Oh, yeah. I have lots of like paranormal experiences and such. Mm -hmm. I've seen a few. <laughs> yeah. I've seen a few. Yeah. Like, I definitely have, like, one where it's, like, I couldn't, like, definitely, like, you know, for us, like, we hear things, like, we have this, like, general knowing sometimes, but, like, there's only been a few times where I've actually seen physical in, like, mm -hmm. in front of me, not in my mind's eye. Right. I'm trying to think of how many times I've actually seen a ghost. I'm going to count at least five and then... Five and then one time where I saw a whole bunch at the same time. Whoa. And then I've seen them like in my head standing in, in front of me, but there's, I can see that there's nothing there, but I can see in my head, it's almost like, yeah, it's almost like one eye sees it and one eye doesn't, you yes. know, when you can hold something up to one eye and you see it, but you don't. Yeah. Yeah. It's like totally. That. Totally. Yeah. I know. I get that a lot. Um, but yeah, like I would say like there's three like main 
<clears throat> main times where like I've actually seen it in front of me where it's like I can interact with it mm. versus like just seeing them like one off or like random. Right. But okay, so this first story comes from um one of my follower and friends, um, Periwinkle's glass art, and she lives in New Zealand. Okay. She says, we lived in this beautiful old farmstead that was built in 1882. We all got to choose our own room, and I chose this big room downstairs that, I had, a, that had a small built-in walk-through closet under the stairs. My dad was in a room next to mine, and my mom and sister went upstairs. My parents slept separated due to snoring. They love each other, really, LOL. <laughs> Anyway, I would always get really shitty and tell my mom and sister off for always walking up the creepy the creaky staircase while I'm trying to sleep. They would always insist it wasn't them. Then I ended up changing rooms when my now husband moved in with us to a bigger downstairs room that also had a lounge. My sister was above us and always made us and always made so much noise. One night, we were trying to sleep. My parents and sister were out. I assumed my sister had got home early as it sounded like she had some mates and were having a party up there. She wasn't answering my texts. She wasn't answering my texts, so I stormed up there. No one was there and all the lights were off. As soon as I was downstairs, we could hear it again. This carried on for a few years, someone having a party, walking up and down the stairs, and always seeing a dark figure in my peripheral vision, but I never felt scared or haunted. Until my mom had someone come to live with us for a while. My mom has a huge heart and took this woman in, who was a real scumbag. She really screwed my parents over, even though they were just trying to help and be good people. One night, this woman had a male friend come over, and they were lounging in their room, laying on their bed. This guy was yanked forward into a sitting position by the front of his shirt, and he was pulled up and heard a growling, get out. He left, and they were both very scared. However, the lady didn't leave, and things got weird. Just a very yucky feeling, and everyone got really grumpy. To cut the long story short, she left. Us kids moved away into our own homes, and it was just mom and dad alone in this big old house. They started to feel that they weren't welcome anymore. Just a gut feeling, really, but no one... uh, Just a gut feeling, really, but one night, dad thought the cat jumped up onto the bed as he felt the bed move and the feeling of blankets tight there. Then he remembered the windows and doors were closed, and he opened his eyes and heard his name. He turned on the light, and no one and nothing was there. The home has always had families living in it and lots of children growing up there. We also knew the family well who lived there before us. I think this place is meant to be a family home, and that's how they want it. Unfortunately, the house is now sitting in ruin as developers develop land around it and turn all the paddocks into new housing. Very sad, and I hope whoever and whatever is in this house can just find some peace. Wow. That's pretty cool. That's pretty crazy. Yeah, obviously whatever is there was like was tolerable or tolerating them but that one guy was like no no not today satan not in my house (laughs) yeah yeah i think that's kind of cool like we talk uh we talked a little bit about like how like houses like have energies and stuff and um yeah just wanted it to be a nice family home i guess crazy interesting how like the hauntings or like the experiences are um just kind of like playful when the house is full and like yeah. has a good vibe I guess yeah it's almost like yeah what's with the party sounds yeah I wonder if it's like like if there's like positive stuff there then it's like the positivity is magnified versus like mm-hmm. if there's really shitty people living there then that like brings out maybe the worst of the worst the craziest thing is that like we'll never know no it could be we could be totally off yeah we we could not even maybe even comprehend what or why any of this stuff happens yeah 
Um, some of like the weirdest stuff used to happen to me with when I was a kid at my childhood home. Um, and like, there's no rhyme or reason to it. I don't know. It's yeah. I don't, I don't know. It's like, not like, you know, some hauntings you can kind of piece together what the issue is and you're like, Oh, it must be this guy who built the house and he loves this house and he wants it this way, that way. And then there's like other stuff where it's just a handful, like something out of this left field and something out of this, yeah. you know what I mean? A little bit of this, a little dash of that. And you're like, how does any of this come together? Yeah, exactly. Maybe those places are more like portals and it's just a mix of everything. Yeah. Yeah. That's actually a good thought. We can, we can try to like figure out why this place might be like a haunted place, but truthfully we'll never know. Yeah. It's always going to be a secret to us. Yeah. Okay, so this next one is was emailed to us from Debbie, which is Sarah's mom. <laughs> and Sarah has no idea what this story is. And you're mentioned in this story, too. Oh, so okay. this should be fun. Yeah. Shout out to your mom for yeah. emailing us this story. Thank you so much. So she says, not sure if this would be classified as a spirit or a ghost. We bought our first house just before Sarah's second birthday, and I used to read her bedtime stories in my bed because she had just transitioned into a bed, and of course, her was, hers was much smaller. We would snuggle under the covers, and I would tuck her under my arm, and as soon as I would start reading, she would look up into the corner above the bedroom drawer and either let me continue or point up to the corner and say, no. Do you know this story? Okay. Then she'd look at me and say, Sarah's room. She would refuse to let me continue reading, and we had to go to her room and squeeze into her little, be her little bed to read the story. I said to my husband one night, there must be a ghost in our bedroom because Sarah always looks up at that corner when she comes into our room. Of course, he thought I was Looney Tunes, but I was convinced. So regardless, I just let Sarah take the lead on that one. Thomas was the same. After he was born... Only he used to wake up with night terrors, crying and screaming, looking at me, but not real realizing I was there when I came to comfort him. Then, one afternoon, we were sitting outside in the shade on a hot day, chatting over a cold drink with our neighbors about this and that and the other, and the topic came up about the people who had lived in this house previously for about 20 years, when the neighbor said, very matter-of-factly, well, Mr. Dan died here. I said, what do you mean, here? And she replied, he died in his sleep in his bedroom. Of course, I asked which bedroom. And she said, the master bedroom, which I assume is your bedroom. Aha, I blurted out loud. That explains it. We do have a ghost. I figured he must have moved on about five or six years after that because the kids didn't seem to be bothered by him anymore. Sarah stopped looking up at the corner and Thomas had no more trouble sleeping. Then when Sarah was nine, we got a dog. And every once in a while... While the dog was laying on our bed in our bedroom, he would look up at that same corner and growl for a bit and then jump off the bed and go to another room. Wow. Yeah. That's a good story. Yeah. I remember, I don't remember like seeing Doing it. it. Mm -hmm. um, however, my mom would never tell me which corner it was growing up. <laughs> so, but I, she didn't want to scare you. She didn't want to scare me, but I like it is the corner above the door. I know where the, I, I know because you know. I know because I could feel it. Even our second dog, when I, he was in the room, because like, if I went to my mo my parents' house, my mom always says, oh, sleep in my bed. Like it's bigger or whatever. It's like more comfortable. So I sleep in her bed and our dog Odin would get up on the bed with me and he would look up into that corner too. Oh. And so like that's only within the past like 10 years. And you know what's funny though is... But just like full circle because you just went to go visit them. They just moved. Mm -hmm. So they're not in that house anymore. Yeah, true. Yeah, they're not there anymore. So. Wow. I lived in a house um, and slept in the room where an old lady died and that house was haunted. <laughs> haunted. Oh, yeah. Good story. I, uh, I had a lot of paranormal experiences in that house. Mm -hmm. Not just with Mr. Dan. Mr. Dan. I had an experience where I I used, I think I've told you this before, I used to, my mom used to leave for work really early in the morning, and I had intense separation anxiety. 
Aww. as a child. So I used to run out to the window to watch her car down, like go down the road, and I would watch it until I couldn't see it, see it anymore. And my brother and I would both do that in the morning, and my brother had run back to his room. I think I was like 10 years old at the time. And um, for some reason this day, I like lingered a little bit. My brother had already gone down. And I got almost to the hallway. And for some reason, I turned around and looked back towards the window. And there was a, a figure sitting on my couch. Like a very, like, specific, like I could see, like, his builds. Was, he was very tall, um, very, like, slender, um, like, dark features. And um, kind of, like, just got, like, the feeling that it was, like, an older gentleman. And I... I, like I said hello to it and it didn't move. And then I just kind of gave up and went, went to bed. But isn't it, isn't it crazy how so, so many people would be like terrified to see like the figure of a, uh, a ghost or whatever sitting on their couch. But for me, like I was just like, okay, I'll just go to bed. Yeah. It's not like it kept me up, you know, it must've felt comforting or maybe not comforting, but comfortable enough. Yeah, like there's there ha like that's why that one specific cemetery like freaks me out so much because I don't necessarily have terrifying or scary experiences with apparitions or ghosts or spirits at all, really. Until you do. Until you do. <laughs> <laughs> but I do have like one more like little mini story that somebody sent. Okay. Um, it's just like an ex like a little little tiny baby experience. <laughs> um, she said, this is from Rebecca. Um, my nanny's house when I was little was haunted by two different ghosts. Uh, one was a baby's room where the baby had died. That room was always 10 to 15 degrees cooler. And if the door wasn't propped open by an iron dog, the door would slam shut. They only used that room for wrapping Christmas presents because Aww. it was just like, yeah. But yeah, that was just like a little one that she sent in. Okay, that cold, that room that you're just talking about, the cold room, reminds me of Gavin's house that he lived in when he was a teenager. So I'll, I'll tell you the stories about this place. Him and his sisters can vouch for this because we all live there together. So I spent a lot of time there and then eventually I moved in for a couple months. But the, it was a new build. As I've learned, that means nothing. <laughs> There's so many other factors that people say like, oh, a new house shouldn't be haunted. Well, you don't know what it was built on. Mm -hmm. You don't know what happened to the people who made the materials that, you know, is are used in this house. Yeah. You don't know where those materials came from. And anybody who worked on the house, they could have had something, you know, going on in their lives that's now a touch of stain in that area, whatever yeah. it may be but it was a new build. I never got any bad vibes there before I knew like the the other side of things. Sorry, I shouldn't say I never got any bad vibes. <laughs> I didn't think I did. But the more time I spent there, the more I didn't like this one room in the basement. And not creepy old basement, new build, new style. You know, the basement was a huge living space with four bedrooms like a fridge and freezer, furnace type room, you know, like a bar area, a bathroom. Like it was a very functional basement. Mm -hmm. But there was one room that I hated and I wouldn't even go in that corner. And looking back now, it's almost like nobody would go in that room or near that corner. And, it, and thinking about the house now, it's almost like that room never existed because nobody used it. No one went near it. No one talked about it. It was like it wasn't even there. Weird. I had kind of gone close to it and gone in it a few times just to feel out what this feeling was. And it was a toy room. Nobody wanted it as a bedroom. It was always freezing in there. It being a toy room and full of toys, the kids never played in there. Ever. Oh, I never saw them play in there. I think one of his sisters was like, yeah, we'd go in there a couple times, grab some stuff and get out. Um, but for whatever reason, yeah, that room icky. The room next to it was the bathroom. And I used to hate showering in that shower. Oh God. I would get the worst feelings. Like somebody else was in 
the bathroom with me. And it wasn't a big bathroom, but the shower was like almost, it was, um, I don't know how to describe this in words so that everyone could know, but like if you're showering, the only thing you can see is the wall across from you because the toilet and the sink and the mirror and everything is on the other side. Okay. So you can't see over there, but it always felt like someone was there. And then it got to the point where like I would make somebody like stay on that side of the bathroom, like either Gavin's sister get ready or whatever, or Gavin, you know, sit there uh, in like on the toilet or something like that just to keep me company because I was so freaked out. Mm -hmm. And then one night Gavin called me, I was at home and he was like, you're never going to guess what just happened to me. Like I was in the shower. The shower was like a stand-up shower with like a glass door. So the glass is like fogged up a little bit. Mm -hmm. He was like, I saw a man standing in front of the shower with a hat on. Like, and it's not, there's, there's only enough room to get out of the shower. And then on the wall across is like hooks for your towels to just dry off. That's it. And then you get out of this. So it's standing close enough to the shower door. And he was like, I did a double take and like wiped the window and then nothing was there. It was a black shadow with a man wearing a black brimmed hat. And he was so weirded out. He immediately got out of the shower, dried off and ran upstairs to tell his dad. And his dad was like, I wasn't going to say anything, but I see that guy all the time. He always stands at the top of the stairs. And sometimes he comes in my room at night or something like that. Come to know now, they're seeing the hat man. Have you ever heard of the hat man? No. No? Oh, no. Who's the hat man? Okay, so the hat man is a shadow person that people often experience when they're having sleep paralysis. You rarely see any features. It's just like a black shadow with a wide, like, brimmed hat. Oh, God. Sometimes you see little eyes, like little light beams (laughs) or like little red eyes, but not always. Some people say they've seen the hat man during the day. I did make a video on our channel about the hat man. So it goes into, like, way into depth. But that was like four years ago, maybe. So I've forgotten most of it Mm -hmm. because I did a lot of research on it. But it is said that it's seen more frequently in homes with substance abuse or depression or um, violence, you know, stuff along those lines, which makes sense for this, my situation. Mm. Um, But I didn't see it. But the people who did see it, Makes sense. Mm, okay, <laughs> yeah. yeah. You know, without saying too much. Yeah. I'm not here to drag anybody. Um, but yeah, and nobody really knows, I don't think, what for what or what this is about, but it's like somebody peeking in when these situations come about. And is it like a malevolent thing or is it like is it like peeking in like, hey, like get your shit together? Or is it like I mean, it could, that, it could be both. Yeah. Right? True. Like, I guess it could be I'm here to get for, your shit together. Yeah. I don't know if it's just like a cock, like this cocktail of, of situation that's going on brews this manifestation. Yeah. That makes sense. But it is usually scary. Yikes. Um, and especially if you're seeing it with sleep paralysis, you can't move. It can come closer. You know what I mean? Or it's just standing in the corner watching you. Yeah. Uh, mind you, when Gavin did see it when he was in the shower, it was at like 10, 10.30 at night. Like it was in the evening. It wasn't at like, you know, 8 in the morning. Yeah. That house had some weird vibes. Jeez. For a few different reasons. And then, yeah, and come to find out that a few family members are seeing this creepy thing, which we didn't realize like the hat man was a thing until years later. Yeah. Years and years and years later that a lot of people experience this. And he's called the hat man because he's always got that wide brimmed black hat on. Interesting. And that was one of the main things like when they saw this thing, it wasn't just a shadow like shadow person. It always was with this hat. Yeah. That cold room situation reminded me of that cold playroom. It was weird. It was like everyone just kind of erased that it was even there. That's Eventually weird. the door was just always closed. And they don't live in that house anymore. No. Ugh. Oh, if they did, I would be investigating. Did you ever 
research that address. No, I mean, like, how do you even go about doing that? I don't know. I, there is, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't okay, know. well, then we'll leave it Well, out. like, for, like, I don't know, I guess, like, there, like, you can just, like, see if there's anything that pops up for, like, news articles and stuff. Yeah, but they were the first ones to live there. Oh. Mm. Sorry. Yeah, new build for them. Oh, oh, okay, okay, like they, gotcha. I think they might have designed it. His oh. dad might have designed it and had it built for their family. Oh, okay. That makes more yeah, sense. I mean, it was a nice house. Really just, nice house. It's weird vibes. sketchy. Do you ever read the Reddit, um, Let's Not Meet? No. Oh, my God. Those are, like, my favorite. They're, like, like really effed up interactions with people. And then, like, they say at the end, so, like, creepy lady stalking my entire family, like, let's not meet or whatever. Oh, interesting. And they're, like, really long and they're really good. I'll have to look that up. Yeah. Okay, so I found this thread on Reddit that is was titled, What's the creepiest folktale, urban legend, and ghost story you were told when you were young? This one is from Venezuela. It says, a psychology professor was talking about psychotic mental illness, and he touched on multiple personality disorder. Oh, oh my God, weird. Okay. Interesting. I wanted to debate on it and mentioned if 100% of demonic possessions could be false by science, and he mentioned one anecdote that he had while in university when he was in a group of students doing a visit to a mental hospital in the 60s or 70s in some rural state. They arrived, and the first patient is quite a puzzle since it's a soldier that was stationed in some place in the jungle near the... I can't pronounce that. And when he returned to the barracks, he started having some episodes where he turned feral, just growling and twisting his body. Professors and also psychiatrists tell the group that he was diagnosed and they would later debate on the diagnosis. And this is where it gets creepy. The group enters the room and the guy was near the opposite wall to the door, seated in some kind of student desk with a leader handcuff type thing. Sorry, I think that's supposed to say leather handcuff Mm. type thing. The interview is led by a professional with a student group just listening behind. He said the guy looked like he didn't sleep in days and barely could keep his head straight. He answered the first questions with just a yes and no, and then he started to softly cry and said his name and rank, and he said that it was too dark out there and he doesn't want to return. Then he started to talk about his mom and how he doesn't like the darkness, but then like some kind of switch was turned. The guy that couldn't hold himself straight and that was just weeping and crying about his mom and the darkness became a different person wide awake sitting straight not a single emotion and his expression and his eyesight locked on the interviewer but without saying anything he pointed to two students in the group and said their full names with a soft voice and chuckled without losing sight of the interviewer One of the students just started panicking because there was no relation, no previous knowledge, and no way that patient could possibly know that, and then things got bad. They asked the group to get out, and the patient became hostile. The last thing my professor saw was the door closing, and during a split second, the guy ripping the handcuffs off and being hit with something in the head by a security member. He said he he can explain the inhuman force without a problem. He can explain the personality switch with extensive documentation. But he said that even after 30 years of knowledge, he still can't explain how that guy could identify them by name and face when they were from different areas and no possible relations to that patient. It has been the only situation where he couldn't find any answer with science. Jeez. That's terrifying. That's so scary. I would, I would absolutely have like a breakdown if, they, if he said my name without knowing me. I don't think I could ever... Be okay. No. After that, I would always think about that. Yeah. Oh, whoa. This is weird. Okay, I clicked on this one, and it's called It Came For Us in the Graveyard, and it's talking about a man with an old hat on, like a figure with a hat. Well, this is just like wrapping everything up nicely. Okay, so we were driving my friend's really old, beat-up Subaru. Wait, I'm sorry. Where did you get this story from? From uh, the Travel Channel, and it's like a collection of top Reddit stories that are true. Oh, perfect. Yeah. We were driving my friend's really old, beat-up Subaru through a massive graveyard. We stopped and walked down a hill and came across a little pond. There was someone sitting on a rock on the other side of the pond. The figure was all black, and we couldn't make out any features other than the fact that it looked like the man 
who was wearing some old-style top hat. We stupidly waved hi and shouted. He didn't show any acknowledgement and continued sitting on the rock. All of a sudden, he jumped to his feet, started running to us on the water, and then finished in, vanished in thin water about halfway on the pond. My friends and I screamed and ran back to the car. The car wouldn't start. What was that? Yeah, I don't know. Something <laughs> made a sound. The car wouldn't start, and we heard something banging on the back of the car. It wasn't a constant bang, but every few seconds or so, we'd hear it. Nobody was outside from what we could see in the dark, but something was making a noise on the car. I opened my phone and started dialing my mom to come get give us a boost, but I had no service. None of us had any cell service. The next 30 minutes were spent trying to get her car started. No banging was heard afterwards, but we felt this heavy pressure around us. Finally, the car started and she hit the pedal to the metal. We sped out of the graveyard so fast. Immediately crossing the gates, all of our phones regained cell service. One thing I know for certain is that someone or something was out there, and it wasn't an animal or a human. Ugh. Hate it. Hate it. The top hat is uh, off-putting. Yeah. Okay, well, hope you guys enjoyed this spooky episode. I was saying... On the last one, that seems like alienish. We need something like actually like I don't know, spookier than that. Yeah, we'll find something. Oh, good. do your cackle. Go. Oh, <laughs> that just sounded like your regular laugh. Oh, <laughs> I'll try again. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I'm trying. Oh, so good. <sighs> I'll do mine. Anyway, we hope that you guys have an extra spooky Halloween Mm -hmm. and a great Samhain. Yes. And we'll see you next year. (laughs) We'll talk to you next year. (laughs) Yeah. No, we'll talk to you in November. November. And if you want to get extra creepy, we have those links down below if you want to see the scary video of that investigation that we did Mm -hmm. and we will post on our instagram the face photo yeah let us know in the comments do you see a face do you think it's a face Mm -hmm. and watch the video comment let us know yeah if you comment on the video on youtube mention that you came from the podcast yeah and let us know if you feel anything freaky about that cemetery yeah um, and if you enjoyed listening to these ghost stories, let us know. We can always, we've got so many ghost stories, so we can always do some more. doesn't yeah. have to be for a spooky Halloween episode. We can do this again. Yeah. And continue to send us your stories if you want us to read them or yeah. your weird, you know, t- any, glitchy stories, anything like that that's happened to you. Anything unexplained. Mm-hmm. And don't forget to check out Sarah's stuff at which way glass co and all her socials are down below and my channel like we said and go check out our tiktok and our instagram if you're not already following all that stuff get her done (laughs) (laughs) have a wonderful spooky halloween (laughs) 